0: Greetings, greetings everyone. Welcome. This is Chief Yuya, and I'm of course welcome you to another welcoming you to another Chief Yuya podcast. Uh, of course, as uh promised recently in a little YouTube clip, I said that I would uh be covering the book The Island of the Do- of Dr. Monroe, The Island of Dr. Moreau. all right? And of course, there was a book and it was a movie, so, you know, you could pull from whichever one you want. I'm not going to do an exhaustive breakdown on it. I'm just going to actually give you a little, you know, just a little angle on it. And then you can do the breakdown yourself. All right. So it's a really good book written by H.G. Uh, Wells. And um, it it has so many elusive theories inside of it that were kind of presented in it that, um, you know, of course, they made a movie out of it. They did one in 1977. Uh, which Richard Burton was in that one. And then they did another one in um, 1996. And the one in 96 really was like a hundred year anniversary of the book because the original text was written in 1896. You know, um, but again, I'm I'm not going to get into every little detail because a lot of that you can go research and find for yourself as far as the particulars. But um, you know, primarily what we're looking at is a couple things. One of which is that the book centers around the concept of evolution, right. and um, as is the movie. And like I said, there was two movies that came out. One was okay. One was pretty horrible, and the one that was pretty horrible should have been better than the one that was okay. Cause it was done like twenty years later with new technology and everything. I mean, they even had Marlon Brando in it. Marlon Brando and Val Kilmer, and it 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 still was was pretty horrible. But if you like horrible movies, you might you know you can check it out. You know, some of you might be sadist. But um, yeah. Neither in in either event, you know, you have the movie that came out in '77 that you could check out, and one that came out in '96. And, of course, the book itself came out in uh, 1896. But um, so essentially, the book is about a doctor by the name of Dr. Moreau. And he performs acts or he performs experiments on different animals and whatnot. You know, uh, those experiments would typically be defined as vivication. And vivication, for those of you, I'm sure most of you know what that is, but for the, the few who may not. Um, uh, vivica- I'm sorry, vivisection. I'm sorry, I was thinking of, a, thinking of something else. But vivisection is uh, its just a process where, it's a cruel process where animals are operated on for primarily the purposes of just experimentation, not necessarily operated on because, you know, there's some type of surgical repair or something, you know, where someone's trying to cure them or something uh, or heal them or something. But it's typically pretty cute, cruel because a lot of times the animals are live when it's happening, right? So again, you have a concept here of somewhat of an alternative replacement to divine creation. And that's what you primarily see with Dr. Moreau's Island. Dr. Moreau is an individual who tries to presuppose himself as a deity figure. And he does that by taking these animals and he does what he calls humanizing them so he's basically he's he's a eugenicist you know um he's a genetic scientist and he converts certain animal forms into human forms right so whether they be bears or pumas leopards monkeys dogs so forth and so on and of course obviously when it came out in 1896 it was you know, considered to be science fiction. Uh, I guess it still would be considered to be pretty much science fiction. But, you know, ultimately, something you should know is that the work is a response to, uh, Charles Darwin's, um, evolutionary or evolution theories. Because, like I said, this novel came out in 1896 and, um, Charles Darwin brought out The Origin of Species in 1859. Uh, in fact, I did a, um, I did a session on on that one, you know, on evolution and Charles Darwin. Um, I'm sorry, I know all these bleeps and stuff are going off somebody's messaging me. I don't know who or why. But anyway, so that was in like, uh, yeah, 1859, it came out. But it was really his next work that came out that was really like, that was the, the one that that uh, Wells was really gunning for. And that was uh, the, the Descent of Man. You know, the descent of man and selection in relation to sex that came out in 1871. And, um, you know, that really got deeper into the ideas of evolution and natural selection and things like that. So, um, you know, when he did the, uh, the island of Dr. Moreau, which was about, you know, 25 years after uh, the descent of man. What he was really speaking about was speculative evolution. What does evolution really represent, right? So, to to make it so that it might be more relative to you, to some of you, you know, there's some certain symbols that exist within the work. For instance, um, the men are identified as such because they they have whips. If you have a whip and a, and a whip represents the law in many senses, then you're considered a different kind of man or a law bringer. Right. And the idea here is that Dr. Moreau, he creates these creatures, these creatures trying to turn them into humans. And but then when they start to revert more to their beast like or animal like form, he releases them back into the island on different parts. But they have the, the, the conception inside of their minds that they're actually humans, that they're man. Right. But they're living in the wild. And then he establishes. Uh, several sets of laws that they're supposed to live by and by way of these sets of laws is how they determine their humanity, right? Regardless of what their biology and their natural inclinations are telling them. So like one of the things that they have to they have to abide by they can't walk on all fours. Um They can't hunt, you know, they can't chase man. You know, these are just some of the some of the, the, the laws that Moreau gives them. And in that way, he presupposes himself as a more important figure than what he actually is, because he's presupposing himself as like a god, as like a deity. Right. So this is a critical notion, because uh, even though we're looking at animals and evolution, the book is is primarily about women and how women were viewed at in that particular era in time, which would be considered like the Victorian era. Right. So there's this. There's a symbology or, or symbolism in the, in, in the work where the female form is associated with naturalness, with wildness, uh, to a, to a degree of being unbridled. Whereas the masculine assertion of science and theory and logic is that which not only constricts, constricts it, but to some degree humanizes the beast inside of the feminine. Right. So you'll see that one of the characters, Prendick. Uh, cause you have three main human characters Prendick, Montgomery, and Monroe. Moreau. And it's, there's other beast characters like the ape man, the dog man. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a, but like I said, I'm not getting into all that. You know, um, and essentially Prendick is like, we'll just say he's, he's shipwrecked. We'll say that. Um, in the movie, they show it like he just washed ashore on the uh, island, but it was, in the book, it's a little bit more. He was actually on a ship. That crashed He had a fight with a guy And they made him get on a dinghy They got, they took him off the dinghy and put him on a life raft And in the life raft uh He was discovered by Montgomery And Moreau He was taken in and he was kind of nursed to health And then they brought him to the island But in the movies they don't show all of that They just make it seem like he just Crashed up on the island But you know either way it doesn't really matter, matter much But um You know again it's about how they're looking at in that Victorian era uh they were looking at the the destabilization of what they considered to be the traditional roles of women and some of the fear that the men had around that because of what those women were striving to be and to kind of um begin to look at and more closely examine the idea that a woman's place is in the home because of her natural biological ability to produce children that the man has created. The idea was that then she, that's where her domain begins and ends, you know, in that that room that that realm of as the caregiver. So there's a character in the book, um, kind of disguised in the movie of the puma, and the puma really represents that woman or that feminine freedom, if you will, or that unbridled feminine energy. But now let's go to something for a second, like I said, because there's a lot of relevant. Ideas and topics with this particular work Um So With the island of Dr. Moreau Moreau Uh Which of course always look at the names Names are always important More You have basically The idea of himself supposing himself as a god Right And He The island is supposed to really represent Like the garden of Eden Right. And he's been like almost exiled to a degree to the island because he's he's been known for doing um vivisections. Like he's known so he tells Prendick, Oh, this is just a biological statement. Right. Um and eventually Prendick starts to to realize that something's happening. Now what the the key thing here is too that Moreau is performing these experiences, I mean these experiments on these animals and he's completely unconcerned about the pain. That he's inflicting on them, you know, because in, in, in what he presupposes is like, in order for science to push forward, there has to be some measure of pain, right? So he's not concerned about how he, what he puts the beast folks through or the fact that he punishes them for always trying to revert to their natural form. So at one point, there's a leopard man who eats a rabbit and he punishes the, the leopard man for eating the rap, for doing what was, was actually natural to them. But again, you've released these people out into the wild. They're animals that you've convinced are humans. And then you won't let them do, you won't let them be fully human. You won't let them be fully animal. So, and then they're, they're, um, affirming their humanness by this set of laws that you've provided them, which really more than anything, Protect what it is that you're trying to do, because Moreau is like an artist on the human form now, why it's so important is because and there's so much to this like i said i'm i'm um we we're not gonna go into everything this it, we're just not gonna do it, but we live in a society where people have stripped groups of people of their culture and their mores and and their their spiritual heads and and their sense of God and their language. And so forth and so on, and then have put them into an environment where their natural senses might tell them might have them revert back to what actually would work for them. And then when they begin to revert back to what actually does work or has historically worked for them from a biological and genetic sense, they're then punished for doing that. You see, and how are they punished through the whip? Now, Moreau used the whip. Right. And again, the the whip would represent law in that sense. And that's what separate separated the man from the beast. Not just the idea that I can recite the law, but the fact that I can enforce the law. I can force you to do what it is that I tell you to do by way of the whip, right? Until, again, some of the animals began to defy the whip. Because eventually they killed Dr. Moreau. I mean, it's not a big spoiler. You know, the, the The newest movie is, you know, like 20 years old. It's 14 years old. So, you know. But um nonetheless... Um, it's that idea again of kind of the normalization that you hear me talk about in the book, Noir Male, Miscalculations of a Lost Male, where it's the normalization and who sets the standard for what normal is. And then when you start to really express yourself as a natural man, or in this case, in the, in the film, as a natural female, how that now becomes a declaration of war against those who have created this sick sense of, Theocracy, you know, where there's there's a there's a governmental or law um, structure that's put in front of you and it's supported and sustained by almost a religious allegiance that you've had to it, you know. And as you see, even now, so many things are breaking down. So many things are falling apart. How many people are still just um, anticipating when things go back to normal because they imagine that the structure that's been put in front of them. Which maintain civility and order Which of course signifies Or really validates them as a person They imagine that that structure Is eternal Because it must be Because it's perfect It's it's all powerful Like being on an island Well where else would we go This is all we know But giving some time away from Those overruling structure Giving some time away from the overlords And the scientists Or again that, that toxic Uh that toxic form of patriarchy You know Um, And there's toxic forms of matriarchy Just to be clear We're not talking about patriarchy in general There's toxic forms of matriarchy We actually see way more than that Than we do of patriarch Toxic forms of, of patriarchy So But when you're able to get away from that And you start to revert back to your natural senses You start to remove the deification Away from those overlords And start to really see them for what they are just some fools trying to control you Alright, so I want you to check out The 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 work, like I said I'm not, it was, wasn't going to be a long one All right, We're going to do things different going forward uh, These podcasts are going to Podcasts These podcasts Are going to be uh, a bit shorter You know um, Because I can give you Everything that you need In um, a short period, right But anyway, so Definitely check out the book Check out the films. Like I said, the book gives you a bit more, but films are cool too. The 1977 film is cool. And start to look at that whole sense and idea of what's within you that becomes pervasive regardless of what law and what what punitive enforcement is placed on top of you, the parts of you that are based around your biological purpose and design that always seem to want to push Forward, and they may even defy what the overlording society tells you are tells you that the the of your humanity are. You know, I had a conversation with a relative recently. And we were talking about bathrooms, and they were saying, you know, yeah, these people over here they 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 put their bathrooms outside the house. They still, you know, having a, the toilet outside. The house. You know, we were just talking about it, and I was like, well, that actually makes more sense because it's pretty filthy. You got some houses where. The toilet is right off of the kitchen, you know, uh, think about how nasty that that is, you know. So um, it actually makes more sense to have your bathroom outside where, you know, you have your garbage cans outside. So where you would deposit waste should be outside. Right. So just just a small example of some of the things that we accept without critical, you know, examination and even maybe even critical experimentation of some of the concepts. But the island of Dr. Moreau. All right. So check it out. It'll take you a, b- a bit further. And like I said, look at the ideas of evolution as well as false evolution that are presented in, in the work. And one trying to create a facsimile, but a perverted facsimile of what the Elohim have already created, you know, so where divinity and spirituality creates an at- atomic burst of light and then attaches itself to more light. And now we have the original man. Coming forth, now a grafted being says, Oh, I can do the same thing, but I do it with animal forms because they feel more closely related to the animal. They feel that they can control and program that a bit more, as opposed to the Elohim takes spirit and controls earth and builds man and woman out of the red clay earth. They use animal form. All right. So just give it some thought. This is Chief Yuya signing out. This has been a Chief Yuya. Podcast and just so everyone knows I'm still banned on Instagram people have been saying I can't I can't tag you and this And that that. yeah they they banned me ever since I did the apartheid post And I think it was also all the posts that I did On um, People who have claimed a Certain heritage that may not actually have That heritage And uh, ever since I did those Posts I haven't been able to do anything so It is what it is I ain't you know Whatever So just so you know, I'm not ignoring all of you, but they they got me on on lockdown. All right. And it's been over a month now. So whatever. I'm not really thinking about it. All right, everyone. Be well. Be safe.